I am so excited to dive into today's episode. I had an actor called Mark write into me and ask me all about performance anxiety because it was giving him a bit of trouble. And I'm really excited to dive into this because I know that so many of you are struggling with it and it is sabotaging your performances, it's crippling you and it's leaving you wondering whether you're good enough and whether your work is good enough. Now, what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to share a personal experience of how I overcame performance anxiety and the steps I took. And then I'm also going to share some extra steps with you as well. So you can make this a thing of the past and you can start to live through each role with confidence and ease and completely embody the character rather than letting your thoughts and your performance anxiety take over. You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready? Before we get started with this episode then, there are a couple of things I'd like to share with you. Number one, download it. Download it and save it to whatever device you are uh, listening on because the nuggets that I'm going to share with you in this episode are things that you're going to want to come back to and refer to again and again and again because performance anxiety is not something you can completely get rid of in one performance. It does take commitment to the work. The second thing is we've got an offer available currently on -on one-on-one method acting sessions Um, So they're private method acting sessions with myself. This offer is only on for another seven days and then it's disappearing. You can get £30 off of a two-hour one-on-one session. And in two hours, we can do absolutely loads. So how they work is you come into a session, you present a scene to me, I give you feedback, I tell you what your strengths are, what's really working so you know what to do more of. And then I tell you what your blind spots are. And it's those blind spots that we work on. Now, depending on what they are for you, because every act is different, it might be that we need to work through an exercise to get rid of nerves. It might be that we need to work on a personalisation exercise to get you connecting to the emotions. It might be that we need to work on a sense memory exercise or a rampaging exercise to get you connected to the character. Whatever it is, we work on the exact number of exercises you need we get you really connected and then you present the scene again and I give you more feedback and then if there are more exercises we need to do, we dive back in again, you present the scene again and then you end on some feedback again. So lots of feedback, lots of exercises to do so you can get £30 off a two-hour one-on-one private method acting session with myself or if you would just like a 60-minute session, you can get £10 off of that. So that's available for another seven days and if you want to book that, just click the link in the description. We haven't got many places left, so please do be quick because I would hate for you to miss out. Okay, into the episode then. So an actor called Mark reached out to me and he said, after a couple of years getting to acting classes, I finally managed to get my first paid role that I wrapped yesterday. Woohoo, how exciting. He said it felt amazing. However, I couldn't help but get anxious and run away with negative thoughts during the shoot and I found myself getting post-shoot anxiety about my performance and whether I delivered as expected. This is such a universal worry for actors of all levels of experience. It doesn't matter whether you're a complete newbie, you've only just started and you've just picked up a script for the first time, or whether you've been auditioning for years, performance anxiety is something that all actors are experiencing, and it can absolutely cripple you. 
I know this personally because I experience performance anxiety in auditions and I'm going to share a story with you of how I overcame that. But before I do, I want to ask you to drop me an email if there's something that you want covering on the podcast, if there's something that you're struggling with, whether it be business of acting, um, performances, just drop me an email. My email is louise at standbymethod.com and just put in the subject line podcast. And if I've not already done an episode on what it is that you're struggling with, I'll create one for you. And if I have, I'll send you the link to the one that I've done so you can listen to it. So it's a win-win really. So there are key things in this message then that I want to um, bring to your attention, which you'll probably relate to. And the first thing is that he's doubting himself. Mark is saying he was getting anxiety about whether he delivered as expected. So what are these expectations? Whenever we think about anxiety, we have to understand that anxiety is about future projecting. So what we do in our heads is we create a scenario or a story where we think, oh gosh, what is the director now thinking about my performance? What are other people now thinking about my performance, which is a way of future projecting? So he's doubting his own ability there, ability, sorry, by saying he doesn't know whether he delivered as expected. But what were the expectations? Are these expectations that he's placed on himself or are these expectations that somebody else has placed on him? So these are things we're going to dive into. And the other thing that I really want to bring to your attention is the fact that he was saying um, he was getting anxious and allowing negative thoughts to run away with himself during the shoot as well. This can happen for so many of us and it can really put us in a bit of a spiral if we don't get in control of it and it can make shoots unenjoyable, it can make performances unenjoyable and that's not what we want. We've we've started the bloody brave and courageous thing of, you know, trying to make an acting career happen for ourselves to enjoy it, not to be anxious and not to make the process horrific. Because without getting dramatic, it can become horrific and so unenjoyable. So they're the two key things that I'm going to be diving into today. But before I do, Lee Strasberg said that tension is the occupational disease of the actor. Now, these thoughts that Mark has been having that you probably relate to in your own way are tension. They're a form of tension, but they are mental tension. Mental tension is any thought that blocks you from connecting fully to your imagination, to your creative instincts, and to your ability to have control over your body to be able to create the life of the character. So what Mark has been suffering with is mental tension. And mental tension is just another word for performance anxiety, but in the method we call it mental tension. Now it's crucial that we get in control of this. And I want to congratulate Mark on reaching out to me and sharing this experience because that tells me he is a very proactive actor who does want to get in control of this. And of course, it's going to help so many of you listening as well. So firstly, let's go back to this quote then. Tension is the occupational disease of the actor. Just have a little think right now. Whatever you're doing, what comes up for you when you hear the word disease? So when I say the word disease, what did you instantly think of? Did you think of illness? Did you think of something being a bit broken? Or maybe something completely different. It doesn't matter what you thought, it's all right. But disease is not a positive word, is it? So what happens when we've got these self-limiting thoughts is that our work becomes diseased. 
So if you've been listening to the Unstoppable Actors podcast for a while, you will know that I love a good old dictionary definition just because it articulates things so succinctly. So I looked up the word disease in the dictionary and the dictionary definition is a disorder or structure, uh, sorry, a disorder of structure or function. So in this case, it's a disorder of function. Because what it's doing is it's stopping it, stopping us as actors functioning properly. So we want to bear this in mind any time we're getting sucked into these thoughts. Now, because the thoughts are in the head and they've somehow made them themselves get in there, we can get them back out and we can get in control of them. So tension basically means we can't function properly as an actor. And that means that we will be sort of half in and half out of the character or half in and half out of the emotional life of the character. And we don't want to just dip our toes in the water. We want to be fully in it. So what's behind this then? What is behind mental tension and these kind of thoughts? It's a lack of belief and it's a mindset issue. Now, Lee Strasberg correctly identified that mental tension is the hardest form of tension to get rid of. It's much harder than physical tension. Because these are thoughts that you've thought over and over and over again on a loop. And it's just that you notice them more prominently in the middle of a scene or after. So when Mark was saying to me in his message, he didn't know whether he delivered as expected. That's coming from a lack of belief in himself. And I'm not saying that to shame anyone who thinks this way or criticise or judge. I want to let you know, we all think in this way. So when you're having these thoughts, the first thing you've got to do is not judge yourself and not criticise yourself for having these thoughts. Instead, get curious. Get curious and go, actually, where are these thoughts even coming from? Why am I thinking this? So I want to share a little story with you. When I first got started in the acting industry, I was very lucky in the sense that I didn't really audition for anything. In fact, I didn't audition for anything. I got my acting jobs through recommendation, through word of mouth, all paid acting jobs, working with well-known actors who you will be familiar with, um, you know, doing lots of screen work, lots of stage work, really good quality paid acting work. Again, as I said, just all coming from recommendation and word of mouth. But that kind of gave me a bit of a disadvantage because at some point those recommendations um, slowed down. So that meant that I had to go out and start auditioning. Now, because I hadn't auditioned, I'd not practiced the craft of auditioning. So I started doing something very similar to Mark. I was having these performance anxieties and worries, this mental tension looping around in my head before auditions, during auditions and after auditions. And I was telling myself things like, oh, I'm not very good at auditions. Well, I won't get the job anyway. I'm not as good as so-and-so. It'll go to another actor. I'm not good enough to get cast in this. And these thoughts would just loop round and round and round and round. And it felt like they were just a part of me. And like I couldn't let go of them. And of course, whatever you think becomes your reality. So I was thinking all these things. And do you think I was getting cast from these auditions? No, I really weren't. So I had to do something about it because it was ruining my career. And this is why this is such an important thing to talk about and why I'm so grateful to Mark for writing in. Because if these thoughts do not, or sorry, if you don't get in control of these thoughts, they're absolutely going to ruin your performances and you are just going to end up feeling really crappy. And we definitely don't want that. So I had a big break from the acting industry, as in I didn't proactively approach my acting career. I took a step back, 
because I knew that things were getting on top of me with these thoughts and I knew I wasn't helping myself. But back then when I took a break, there wasn't this kind of help readily available. I wish there had have been. If there had, maybe I wouldn't have had an extended break the way I did. But obviously I then went into coaching actors in method acting and I've absolutely enjoyed it and loved it. Of course I do. But I relaunched my my own acting career in April this year, in April of 2022. And I knew that I had to get out to as many auditions as possible. I knew I just had to face this demon because it was really holding me back. So that was the first thing I did. The first thing I did is make a promise to myself that I will get out to as many auditions as is humanly possible. So I made a promise to myself and I absolutely intended to keep it. So that was the first thing. Now, the second thing is I realised what held me back before was my own thoughts, this mental tension being the occupational disease of the actor. And I thought, well, I'm going to have to get in control of this because this this ate away at me. This was the little devil on my shoulder that was really not allowing my acting career to grow and progress. Who knows? If I'd have got in control of these thoughts earlier, who knows where my acting career would be right now? But it doesn't matter. We don't need to think in those kind of terms because it is what it is and I am where I am now. And if you're thinking in these kind of terms, just know that you're exactly where you need to be right now. So I thought, okay, instead of telling myself I'm not good at auditions, everyone else will get the role, um, I'm rubbish, you know, whatever else was spinning around in my head, I said, why don't I just change the narrative? Instead of telling myself those things, why don't I instead go into every audition with the idea that I'm going to learn something from it? So I would go in the audition one actor, have the experience of the audition and then come out having learned. So even if I messed up in the audition, I've still learned something which would serve me and carry me through in the next audition. So I completely changed the narrative. And I have to tell you, just doing those two things alone has been amazing. It has been absolutely amazing. And now I love auditioning. I can't get enough of them. I'm like an audition addict. I'm always looking for them. I'm not just relying on my agent to get me auditions. I'm like, where can I find my next audition as well? And I really, really enjoy the process and the experience of auditioning now. It's so exciting. Whereas before it wasn't. So that's what I did. And then the other thing that I did is I just accepted that art is always evolving as humans were always evolving. And my craft and my talent is always evolving. So that's what I want to pass on to you. So even if you take nothing from this episode other than my story, you've already taken a lot away and you could approach performances from that point of view as well. So now I no longer go into auditions judging myself or criticising myself on whether I'm good or bad at auditions. I just go in for the experience of learning something new. And it doesn't matter if I don't turn the audition into a role because you only need one big audition anyway and one yes to really get your career to that next stage. So I've completely changed the narrative, as I've already said. So I've got some steps for you um, and this is what I'd like you to do. So if you are getting caught up in performance anxiety or post-performance anxiety, wondering whether you've delivered as expected, first of all, ask yourself, what are these expectations and whose expectations are they? Are the ones that I'm placing on myself or are the ones that other people are placing on me or are the ones that I'm making up that people are placing on me? It's okay to want to do well with your work. It's okay to have standards for yourself, but perfectionism just does not exist in art and you've got to get that into your head because perfectionism is aiming for a bar that you'll never reach because nothing will ever be good enough. So drop the perfectionism and just get curious about who these expectations are coming from. And then be kind to yourself 
and ask yourself if these expectations are true. Are they actual expectations that someone's putting on me or am I just imagining in, imagining, sorry, that someone else is placing them on me? And then the next thing is to become aware of your thoughts. What exactly are these thoughts that you are having that are really limiting? What are these thoughts that you're having that are disconnecting you from the present moment in scenes? What are these thoughts that you're having that are causing you to feel anxious about your performances? I would recommend getting them down in a journal or writing them in your notepad in your phone. Just get them out of your head. That's the first thing, because while ever they're in your head, they've got a grip over you. And that's not great. So then the third thing is change the story. Whatever thoughts are looping around in your head, change the story the way I did. So if you remember, I I was telling myself I'm not very good at auditions. Loads of other people are going to get cast and not me. I'm not good enough. And instead, I just changed the narrative to, well, I'm just going to get out to as many auditions as I can. Doesn't matter if I don't um, convert them into a paying job. I'm going to learn something from every single audition. So I changed that narrative. The fourth thing is, as I've already said, I want you to accept that you are always developing and growing and progressing as an actor. So let's say, for example, a performance that you do today, that's the best work that you could do. You've got to accept that that was the best work that you could do right now for the stage of your career that you're at. But in one month's time, six months time, two years time, you are not going to be that same actor. You're going to have grown. You're going to have developed. You're going to be, you're going to have more life experience for one, which you can always channel into your acting. Hopefully you've been practicing your craft. Hopefully you've been getting acting coaching and training. Just a cheeky little plug. That's where those one-on-one sessions come in handy with the discount available to you. So if you haven't, practice your craft and get coaching because doing that will help you improve. So then later down the line, you're not that same actor. The fifth step is to ask yourself, how do you want to feel at the end of the performance? I do this with auditions all the time. Every single time I get an audition, instead of getting nervous, which I used to do, the minute someone said, yes, you've got an audition and it's on this date or you've got to send the self-tape by this date, I'd be like, oh my God, big bag of nerves, thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. But now instead I go, okay, how do I want to feel at the end of the audition? And it might be that I want to feel like I was imaginative or I want to feel like I had fun or I want to feel like I was relaxed, or I want to feel like it was a great experience. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you want to feel as long as you're giving yourself something to feel at the end, because then that gives you a clear intention, which moves you away from these limiting thoughts. And then the final step is to trust. Trust that what you are doing right now is good enough. If the director didn't like your work, they would 100% tell you. Of course they would. Let's think about this rationally. This is their production and their production is their baby and they want it to look good because they've got ambitions of their own with the production in its entirety. So if it wasn't good enough, please trust that the director would be talking to you and, you know, helping you evolve your performance. They'd be giving you direction. So if you found value in this episode, I would absolutely love you to leave a review. So if you're listening on Spotify or Audible, just you can rate us on there. Or if you're listening on the website, just scroll down to the bottom of the page and leave a comment. It really helps us to spread the word of this podcast and it really helps us to help more actors like yourselves who are struggling with things who might not be as proactive and reach out and ask for help. 
So I'd really love you to leave us a review or rate us. And remember, we have got that offer on for £30 off a two-hour one-on-one session or £10 off a one-hour one-on-one session. And you can get that by clicking the link in the description and booking that in before that offer disappears. So remember, there are just seven days left to be able to get that. I've absolutely loved sharing all of my knowledge with you and my experiences. And I really hope you've took something away from this episode. And more importantly, I hope you're going to use it. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. Now, if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams... Come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.